To a minor edition of spoilers today, me and uh, my co-producer Money Mikey Toller are discussing uh, what might be what considered one of the greatest video game franchises of all time, uh, Uncharted, and uh, the particular uh, one we are discussing is Uncharted Four. Our first ever minor spoilers that includes a video game. This ever. is yeah very true. <laughs> Very, it's almost, we're not doing we're not doing movies or TV anymore. We're doing uh, video games as well. I think a lot of people on Twitter and uh, I, Apple will consider that an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's asked for it, but we're doing it anyway. No one's asked for it, but I feel like our views have plummeted severely. <laughs> so we are uh, we're really jumping the shark here and going yep. towards uh, video games. We're crossing all boundaries. We're doing all sorts of medium mediums. Yeah, just wait for adult films next week. <laughs> That's, that'll be one of our fun, our finer adventures. But uh, get this started here. So yeah, in the beginning of Uncharted Four, uh, does it start out with him in prison? Uh, I wasn't exactly sure where the timeline started. I didn't know if it started with. Is this like in between stories at some point? I think this was before Drake's Fortune Number One. Because you never it's, hear about his brother. Yeah, it started somewhere in between Drake's Fortune, and then it progressed past that. Yeah. Is what it feels like. Yeah, that, that's what I got from it. This, like the other Uncharted games, was going towards uh, pretty much just trying to find uh, treasure. And this time it ended up being an actual pirate's treasure, Henry Avery's treasure. and um, Apparently a real pirate. Was he a real pirate? I think, uh, I think all of the pirates in this game were real pirates i think is well let my let my fingers do some work here and we'll <laughs> find uh, the exact research i think looking uh i kind of did half research just like looking up the achievements on this game and it looked like all of these pirates were real people yeah he was a real pirate he yeah henry avery also also avery and avery erroneously john avery was an english pirate in the atlantic and indian oceans in the mid 1690s it's kind of a weird way to say that mm -hmm. but long story short um nate unlike the other previous games has a brother named sam and him and uh, this really shady guy they uh, meet in this pana is it panama prison yeah yeah it's prison in pan uh prison in panama this guy named rafe uh, kind of getting cahoots with a uh, apparently someone they had worked with before or worked with previously or something and had done previous jobs with Rafe. Yeah, which Rafe, was never brought up in any yeah, of the other. Yeah, you never games. hear about this character, even though I feel like he'd have been a, kind of a big part of Nate's life. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like his brother should have been a bigger part of this life, considering it's the fourth game and you're just now hearing about <laughs> how he has a brother. And it also seems like they've also done previous jobs before, gone on adventures before this game, and At it one, was never it, brought up. There should have been one point where Sully yeah, was... Or just, like, just like a reference point just of, like, like, oh, hey, I also have a brother. Just that. one point where, where Nate's like, damn, I miss Sam. <laughs> <laughs> But there's this like tower in the Panamanian prison. Uh, it holds a crucifix, which is that where we find like the note. Uh, what are yeah, the, yeah. What do we find in the? What do we find in that tower? What is? I feel like we find some type of map almost, or like some type of hidden key. Um, 
long story short, it sends him on this wild goose chase, goose chase to find Henry Avery's treasure. Um, while escaping, uh, Nate, Rafe, and Sam are all trying to escape this Panamanian prison in which Sam does not make it when he's gunned down, jumping from another building to a building. Supposedly. Supposedly. He supposedly dies in Nate's poor arms, which mm-hmm. he drops him. <laughs> drops him into a fiery pit of prison yeah yeah prison trash or something <laughs> just yeah it drops him into an alleyway <laughs> in the prison <laughs> i feel like this should... <laughs> and from there um it was at like 15 years before right so yeah. we do like a 15 year time jump this is the part i don't understand is where does uncharted 3 end where does this story begin? What is that fifteen year period? No, 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 no. This is like this is like fifteen year. Like this is even before, like Uncharted One. The Panamanian oh, prison was even before Uncharted even before One. Uncharted One. Yeah. Okay. And so it's been fifteen years. We got Uncharted One, One two, two, three. three. Elena, Chloe, <laughs> Sully, the whole gang. Okay. And not once was Sam mentioned. Not once. That seems kind of like a thing that you would bring up. Maybe when you're drinking point. at some point. Yeah, I, I feel like Nate had to at least gotten drunk at one point in his life and was like, hey, check this out. I also had a brother, I also that, had a brother a that died hunter. in the Panamanian prison. <laughs> and I also had this teammate named Rafe who's a psychopath. He's also a treasure hunter and might want to try and find some treasure that we're looking for later on. Yeah, so we, we jump 15 years later. Now, now what is Nate doing? Is he like a recovery guy? He's like a, I don't know. He's like a salvage worker or something. I feel like he's, he's in Louisiana like, being a salvage worker. That's what I thought. Exactly the same thing. Is like he's working like in the deep south of. Yeah, uh, I feel like he was like in the deep south. Like <laughs> y'all, like, y'all come back now, south. Working in the Gulf of Mexico, digging up shit from shipwrecks. Like, don't allow transgenders in different bathrooms. It's like south. <laughs> I feel like that's where he was, just like salvaging stuff. And so the guy in charge of this company offers him a, a recovery job in Malaysia. An illegal job in Malaysia. A, yeah, a real job a in Malaysia. Shady, a shady Malaysian job. Yeah, which never comes to fruition. Nate's like, that's behind me now. I don't do my treasure hunting anymore. I mean, but it's not really treasure hunting. It. It's recovering copper from a sunken ship or something. Yeah, I feel like Nate wants to leave and a lot Nate, of that behind and him. And Nate was like, oh, that's not treasure. That's not. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm I, not going to risk my... I feel like he's really scared of Elena at this point. Yeah. Because like, the difference between this game and the first three was... First game, barely knew Elena. Mm-hmm. Second game, estranged girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Third game, estranged wife. Fourth game, okay, it's his. they live together now. They're no longer estranged. Were they married in the third game? Yeah. Oh, they were. I did not realize that. Yeah, they yeah they were they were married in the third uh, third game. They were just like estranged husband and wife, and um, I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so they're on this barred ship and they're looking for what are they looking for? They're boxes of sh- something. It's just boxes. It's of just random stuff. Random materials or whatever. I feel like it was probably worth a lot of money to you and I. <clears throat> I mean, to us, yeah, because and so. Um, he goes back home after denying this owner of the Malaysian job, finds Elena. Actually, it's, goes, it's a pretty decent-sized house, don't you think? 
for all like the yeah sh- they live a comfortable lifestyle apparently according to my walkthrough of their house and yeah they, <laughs> they mean, have a lot of space and they live in i a would kill nice for that house and i would definitely kill for that house but you get the impression that nate is bored throughout the entire time that he's living yeah because he, he there's this attic where he has all of his treasure and memories mm-hmm. and like you start off like going through all your previous adventures mm-hmm. and uh there's a point where you can you pick up like a Nerf gun, essentially, and you're just like shooting targets to progress through that level until Elena tells you to come back down the stairs, like to get on with your For, life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like Elena's tremendously supportive of the whole. Uh, Elena seems to be kind of holding him back. Back? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I. I mean, th- like, compared to their other adventures, like every game you, you start- obviously don't want your husband to go around. It, traipsing through ancient civilizations <laughs> almost and, dying yeah. all three times <laughs> yeah almost dying every 30 seconds but yeah and i feel like it seems that their life is pretty boring compared to what it was and they both yeah this is probably that. the most boring nate has ever started off yeah and they both realize that and they're i mean nate at least has recognized that and wants to just feels like he wants something more out of life yeah and so okay my big question is how did we start off with the whole crucifix again how did that come back into play the crucifix thing okay that was in well okay according to nate it technically wasn't a crucifix yeah it's not a crucifix because it's not jesus yeah apparently it's saint dismas yeah the what was it the thief uh the saint of Mm -hmm. yeah i guess that's the other guy that was next to Jesus when he was on... Yeah, because it was, what, Babarus? Uh, he was, like, the bad guy, Jesus, and then there was Dismas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know exactly the lore of this story, but it seems like... Yeah, see, that's my big issue, because I have such bad ADD. I, like, have trouble remembering <laughs> everything. Yeah, they kind of... They kind of don't really stick with that storyline. Or, I mean, the, the Dismas thing, really, after he go he gets to Scotland, they okay. kind of just kind of drop that. Before that, shocker. Uh, <laughs> so there's, like, this big auction going off for this St. Dismas uh, crucif- er, mm-hmm. cross. And um, uh, the real big shocker is Sam is still alive. And he kind of comes, okay, that's how it comes back. He comes back mm-hmm. with the story saying this guy who broke, he owes a lot of money to, um, wants that treasure from Henry Avery. Mm-hmm. And they're auctioning off that St. Dismas cross that they lost the Panamanian prison. Yeah. And um, you need to help me steal it at like this really rich auction. Rafe is there. He's with this woman named uh, Nadine. Nadine, who's a psychopath. And badass. Very badass. <laughs> she, like, like when her and Nate square up, off in the in the mansion, she, she beats, beats the tar up every out of him. male character in this in this game. Not once has Nadine worked over. <laughs> Nadine is just this petite, petite black woman who just takes everybody to task. She is the female equivalent of fierce. Yeah, <laughs> very. And so Sully, Sam, and Nate break into this mansion, uh, kind of disguised like, as higher ups. Yeah, this awesome gameplay where Sam ends up stealing the the cross from mm-hmm. Rafe, who's betting like six hundred grand on it, and um, we go from there. Uh, this adventure takes us everywhere from Scotland. 
Uh, where was this uh, this auction at? I mean, I thought it was in Italy. I I can't remember exactly where it's at, but yeah, Italy sounds kind of right. But it's like Italy, Scotland, Madagascar, another island, another, another island. island, Africa at one point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this kind of takes place all over the world, and I feel like this this game kind of traveled more than any other game i thought so has gone before yeah and we're also going to mention this was also the longest game i thought by a long like a by a good stretch yeah i feel like this game took because i feel like you can complete all the other ones in about 10 hours Mm -hmm. maybe not maybe even under that uh this one i mean you could come i mean this is probably 15 to 17 hours i mean that's not long for a game but just for a single person like compared to the others as well i mean it yeah also felt much longer than this, the like, other games i thought this game was going to end at act two lo and behold i didn't know there was an extra five <laughs> hours so you go for scotland looking for henry avery's grade uh grave great gameplay i mean it's like the other uncharted's wave after wave of people mm-hmm. they ended they added the element of um Kind of, you could sneak, sneak sneak around now. Yeah, there's a lot more stealth in this game. A lot more stealth. Uh, I utilize that a lot more in this time around compared to other games. I mean, just because it's not even an option in other games. Yeah, you're you're kind of in the other games. You're kind of just given this one path of you better to kill everybody every mm-hmm. wave, otherwise you're not getting past the level. And the one gripe I had with the other games compared to this game, uh, the previous games. The enemies were basically bullet sponges, and you had to, you had to shoot them so many times more compared to this game. I'm, I still feel like this game took a lot of bullets. Uh, I don't know. I mean, compared to the other games, if you played yeah. the other games before, if you go back, if and you were the a headhunter in the yeah. other games, you were you were doing yeah. it wrong. Yeah, it just feels. I the combat overall in this game is so much better. I feel like compared to the other games. Yeah, and I also felt like the enemies were harder, like much tougher, like much. The AI was a lot smarter, smarter in They're this smarter, game. Smarter, yeah. Like in the other games, you could kind of burrow down uh, in one spot, kind mm-hmm. of pick everybody off, then move on. This game, you did not stay stay at one spot. For no, long. you. That's not an option because your uh, whatever you're hiding behind deteriorates whenever you're getting that, shot and at. I felt like the enemies had infinite grenades. <laughs> yeah. Oh that and my god. They also try to flank you, it feels like when uh In Scotland when you had to kinda like climb you had to kinda climb like the miniature castles and like you had to be stealthy about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you were caught there was three people behind you waiting with shotguns <laughs> just waiting to take you out. <laughs> yeah the uh the AI was a lot better in this game and it it was a welcome challenge compared to the other games where because you had options. You could yeah. you could either be guns ablazing, which is what I do. Mm-hmm. I just I'm too ADD to be stealth. That's why I'm awful at Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid games. <laughs> I'm just not patient enough. I'm kind of a run and gun guy. Uh, but you said you, you utilize the stealth more. I like the stealth in this game. I mean, it wasn't like super advanced like any type of Splinter Cell game, obviously, because Splinter Cell that's the main point of the game. But can't wait for the movie. You could. You could, uh, like, sneak up in the grass and, like, take down several people before you had to... You could go through, like, a whole segment being stealth. You just yeah. had to be really smart about it. Yeah. That's just a whole different element to the game that 
previously wasn't available in and, any of the other Uncharted games. And Scotland also in previous levels, but it's mainly, it's a really used in Scotland. You have this rope option now mm-hmm. where you could literally throw out a rope on ledges and swing all yeah. over cliffs. I love the rope I option. I <laughs> loved it. I thought it was one There's of There's nothing better than swinging from the rope and knocking out someone yeah. while swinging from the rope. Like jumping off the rope and coming yeah. down on them. Yeah, that's a great animation. <laughs> yeah, and so Scotland, I mean, is snow, ocean, sliding through mud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Scotland was also home to one of my favorite puzzles, which was rearranging the crosses in the bucket of water. Yeah, that was one of the tougher puzzles. Because it was definitely a puzzle. Because this game, I thought, was probably the weakest out of Uncharted puzzles when it comes to difficulty. Yeah, the puzzles were not that hard at all. The puzzles, I mean, if you've played God of War Uncharted, Mm -hmm. I mean, just your normal, like what you expect from puzzle games, this was probably the weakest out of all the Uncharted. In previous Uncharted, I've had to look up like game facts of how to yeah this one do the puzzles and i mean this one there was, was one just, like, we'll get to in a little bit but this water bucket challenge like i thought this was cool because it added something to where if you were wrong you died mm-hmm. Did, were you wrong when you tried it no i made sure that i, was I died <laughs> <laughs> i i got way too impatient and i was like yeah that looks all right and so when it's Sam's like, are you sure that's good? And he's like, yep, scared the hell out of me when I had spikes go through all my oh, body. Really? Yeah. So uh, we go through Scotland. I mean, you're fighting wave. Scotland's a big part of the game. Scotland, is, I feel like that part of the game took the longest for me. Yeah, because, I mean, you're climbing cliff after cliff, and you're cascading down, you're using ropes, you have a, tons mm. of enemies. Also, I feel like that was the most realistic scenery i've ever seen in a game was the scotland portion yeah of the game i felt it like literally looked like what is the like the last fourth of uh what is the james bond movie uh skyfall yeah it, it basically looks like the movie of the last portion of skyfall i thought this is probably the strongest part of the game it was yeah, that it was amazing. I thought I, Scotland Scotland was my favorite part of the game. Yeah. I wish it, it could have the whole game could have taken place in Scotland and I would have been happy. Yeah, it was really, really great. Not that the other parts of the game are severely weak, it's just I felt like Scotland was so strong. Yeah. I think this is where maybe the developers are put their A team on. It really it felt like that. Yeah, because they were like, Okay, you guys got Scotland. <laughs> I got all my A team here. Yeah. Go. Scotland was really great because it was a, it was a mix of you're gonna run into bad guys, yep. you're gonna run into like a mix of, okay, n- there's a bunch of bad guys here in this area, and then there's also a mix of climbing challenges. Like you're gonna have to figure out your way. There was a lot way. of climbing. Yeah, you're gonna have to figure out your way climbing through all. This, this game terrain. also like proposed like you kind of had to be smart about your climbing. Mm-hmm. And as I mean, like I was saying, like Scotland definitely strongest part of the game. Mm-hmm. And this is where, like, we kind of meet Nadine's revolutionary soldiers that she has at her at her hand disposal. Yeah, Shoreline. Yeah, Shoreline. They are just blowing Scotland apart, looking for all, any clues they can. Mm-hmm. Kind of, we kind of see Nate's and Sam's relationship really build up in Scotland. I think this is because, like, I really didn't like the Nate character at first. But it was nearly like at the end of Scotland. I was like, okay, I actually care about this character. You mean like the Sam character? Oh, yeah, 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 Sam, Sam character. My bad. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, throughout the whole thing, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's just because I have a brother who's like 
oh man, I'm totally Sam. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can totally relate to that guy. Just like trying to, you kind of let down your younger brother and it's like you're only trying to make up for lost time right. and all that kind of stuff. And, and it's like, oh, I totally see where Sam's coming from and blah, blah, blah. But Sam to me was like, he's one of the greatest video game characters I've seen in recent years. And he's like, I don't know. He's so relatable, and it's like that. And I thought the writing was so well done. Like you could actually feel a really cool bond between Sam and yeah. Nate. It felt like a real relationship. Real relationship. Even though there's been no previous, <laughs> yeah, no mention or previous connection of any type of to Sam before, and it was like I don't know how they shoehorned that in there or how they tried to figure that out, but it was like Sam was. Oh, Sam has always been here. Yeah, and like you kind of re- like find out where Nate gets his like smart ass like comments from, and like just his personality. Like him and Sam are so much alike, mm-hmm. but yet in this game are so much different. Yeah, Sam is a really great character. I I, I really like Sam. Yeah, it was he was played by uh, Troy Baker? Is that his name? Troy Baker. Yeah. Who played Joel in The Last of Us, another Naughty Dog production. Troy Baker, uh, one of the greatest uh, video game voice actors. Of all time. Of all time. Yeah, he was absolutely awesome. He was, uh, what's his face, in Bioshock Infinite, one of my favorite games ever. Bioshock Infinite was great. (laughs) If you guys want us to, we will spoil that. But um, So after Scotland, we head to Madagascar. Yeah, to Madagascar. And... I guess I don't love Uncharted for the stories. I just love the gameplay and the characters. <laughs> uh, I mean, I this part of the game, I definitely love the Scotland part more. I Madagascar, Madagascar wasn't great. The clock tower was cool. The clock tower was really cool. I enjoyed that part. But the clock tower, the motorcycle chase. Motorcycle chase was cinematically beautiful. Yeah, and you didn't really have to do anything no. during the motorcycle chase. It was if you died during that, you were you were trying to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the motorcycle chase was so awesome, but it was only just to look at. Like it was not. Yeah, it, I, I it mean, didn't really involve the Madagascar anything. level. Really didn't make me feel great. Yeah. I didn't like get like the response that Scotland maybe gave to, gave to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you had that underground level where is, this was the one puzzle that really tricked me was the painting puzzle. With all the pirates? Yeah, you had, you had to kind of open up a different room of pirates, yeah. get their symbols, kind of turn, you had to like match up their symbols of different blocks mm-hmm. on a piece of wood, and that triggered another room to open. Yeah. That was the one puzzle that maybe tricked me. Mm-hmm. Did you get through that pretty easily? Uh, I don't think I had to look anything up on that, but I was just... It was a little tricky. It was annoying. It was... Tedious. Yeah, it was kind of tedious, yeah. Yeah, very tedious. So after that, if I remember correctly, is after Madagascar, this is where we kind of hit the meat of the story, and everything kind of starts to unravel. Yeah, this is where everything starts to... Make sense. Make sense. Because up to this point, you're kind of just... In the dark... Yeah, it's just Rafe is trying to go after this treasure, and you don't... No one really knows where this treasure <laughs> is or why. Yeah, and after they get to Madagascar, the whole the rest of the game takes place in Madagascar, right? Like, it's just like a An island off Madagascar, off isn't Madagascar? it? It's Yeah, this is where we find Liber... What's it called? Uh, Libertalia. Libertalia. 
Wait, are we just going to skip over the Africa part? Wait, this is how long this game is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Africa if you know where it's at. I thought the Africa part was pretty fun. Which part is the Africa part? That Okay, not the part where you're driving around a Jeep. I hated that. No, but the part where you're fighting people in different oh, towers. Oh, you mean like people. when you're almost kind of like in like the safari? Like, yeah, when you're that in the safari. That was pretty. That yeah, the game looks great. The game looks gorgeous. <laughs> like, the mud looks awesome, the clay. Yeah, that's pretty fun. And you're fighting people in, like, different towers that are placed Yeah, because you're looking for a different tower, because yeah. Avery and his men built different towers, and one was the right tower. So you're jumping from tower to tower. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, all the towers that you go to are not the right tower. Right, so this <laughs> so is typical Uncharted fashion where it's like, oh, good, another one. <laughs> yeah. And the one that's right ends up being the most difficult because yeah. everyone is there. Yeah. But all of those fight scenes were great because they set up elements where it's like, oh, you're going to swing off a thing and you're going to... That was the one level I really... Like, the one where the bridge is out. And yeah. they have that tall, tall tower. Yeah. That was the one where I used that, the most stealth. Yeah, that was the most fun fighting sequence in the whole game for me. Yeah. Because you can take that so many different ways. You, you can, can go guns a-blazing or you can yeah. go stealth. And you can swing from different different uh, points in the A lot game. of swinging opportunities. Yeah. I com- Thank you. I com- This game was so long. I completely <laughs> forgot about that part. <laughs> There's certain points points in the game where it's like oh this is really great and then there's other points in the game where it's like ah this is i'm just walking around looking for the next yeah the next gunfight or i'm driving around looking for the the part before the gunfights in africa is you're just like looking around you're driving yeah you're looking for treasure the part that i really liked was um when uh you you have to use it's called a witch on the front of the Jeep. Oh, the winch, yeah. The winch. And um, they're going up on the tree. Tree snaps. Cliff, the the Jeep is going off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Nate's flying off. You have to climb up yeah. super. I love that part. Yeah, that part's great. Like, the cinematics in this game are absolutely <laughs> great. Especially yeah. when it looked, like, seamless mm-hmm. from, like, a cutscene to the game. That's the thing about this game is that they had used cutscenes as loading screens. So while cutscenes are happening, it's it's loading loading, loading the next so level or whatever the next stage. Outside of, the game. of like a few cutscenes where you know it's obviously a cutscene, it looks like seamless. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you're actually in the game even though it's a cutscene. Yeah. So it never really takes you out of like the world that you're in. Because the second time I've played through it, I. I'm only playing through it a second time to get the treasures. How many currently did you recover right at the end? Well, I'm currently at like 70 out of 109 Good treasures. Good God, man. You are so much more attentive than I am. I'm just trying to get through the damn game. I mean, the first time I played through, I only got like 40 treasures. That was me. I got yeah. like 37. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like going through the levels, like just looking up online, grabbing the treasures. But the second time, if you try to play and just get through it as fast as you can and you try to skip through the cinematics, you do have to wait quite a bit a long time because the cinematics are the, the loading, loading screen. screen. Yeah. So that you part might of the as ga- well watch yeah, them. The, that part of the game is what really separates it from other games because you're not waiting 
right. you're you're fully immersed in the game the entire time. So after Africa, is this Libertalia part now? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're like after Africa, wherever Libertalia is, whatever. Uh, there's this know. island that's even further away from Madagascar, <laughs> to where Henry Av- Avery wanted to start a uh, kind of like a pirate oasis where everybody was free. Yeah. And this part of the game, well, I mean, after you get off the island and go to another island, like, remember, there's Libertalia, then they went to New Devon. Oh, is that another island? I can't remember. That's. Oh, was that just like a city on... I think it was like a city even mm-hmm. deep further. This... <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really... I wasn't really paying attention at that point. I was just Me trying neither. to... <laughs> there's Libertalia, and then there's New Devon, which is where this was... Probably outside of Scotland, my favorite part of the game, uh, where it was like water was flooding the houses, mm-hmm. and this is also the part uh, before you get to New Devon where Sam and Nate are broken up by yeah. Rafe and Nadia mm-hmm. or Nadine. Yeah, uh, Nate gets uh, thrown off a cliff. Insert Elena, his wife that is pissed. Yeah, that he didn't tell that she that uh, he didn't tell her. Like he was going on this grand adventure. Mm-hmm. And now it's up to, like, like just like old times, Elena and Nate, it's up to saving Sam. Yeah. Uh, Elena just seems kind of shoehorned in at the end. Yeah. To me. How'd she even find that? She's not yeah. that good. <laughs> I mean, I don't object to it, I guess, but... She doesn't really bring anything to the third act of this story. The only thing she brings is is kind of like the emotional heart tugs that Nate might die. Yeah, which, spoiler, doesn't happen. But it definitely, like, like tugged at my heartstrings, though. Because, like, you know, it's called a thief's end. Nate's escaped all these narrow points. And, like, when you get to the end of the game, which, you know, is wave after wave of people. This game gets hard mm-hmm. at the end. Because you have about, you have those guys with the torrented shotguns that have about a million pieces of armor on. Yeah. That if you don't head shoot, they're not going down. You have guys with shotguns, you have sharpshooters. I mean, you have this whole different layer of different types of enemies. Yeah. Guys with RPGs that are all, you know it's the end of the game when this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, when you can walk around and just start packing up on <laughs> supplies, you know bad things are about to go down. The thing is... The part I hated most about the last third of this game was that for the longest time, there are no enemies. Like, you're just walking through Which tunnels. Was, it and... was deliberate on Naughty Dog's part because it's always the biggest complaint of the Uncharted games was you're just wave fighting. Yeah. There's no kind of break in between. Yeah. So I think that was kind of their attempt of kind of to I... show off the game, maybe. But... For this game, I mean, I feel like for this game, they could have pulled it off because the fighting is so much better in this game. The fighting game. is elite in this game. I yeah, mean, the shooting in this game is so much better than previous games. The shooting, Uncharted the way, games. like, you can take cover. To survive and, in this game, you literally have to take cover at every inch, like, every inch of every level. Yeah. You can't stay in one spot for very long. Um,. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I, <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, for it like was long. You're just like, like a walk, half hour. Yeah, like walking through a tunnel, like escaping, exploding. Okay, let's mummies. bring that part up. Exploding uh, mummies. Avery lost his mind and like mummified his crew in the tunnels beneath his mansion, 
and rigged them with some type of... That part was just so annoying to me because you could... Could you get by him without... No, no I, took I didn't damage. know how to do it. I took damage every I, time. I, so did I. Is there a way? <laughs> is, is there a way? Because I was like I tried to running. run, run into that area and then run back as quickly as I could and like dive out there of the way. There was a part I was like I shooting took, him and yeah. I was like nothing happened and I was like oh damn it. I took damage every single time. So did time. I. And there was times where like you get into a room and there's 10 of them surrounding you yeah. and you're like oh good. More of this. The exploding mummies not great. Not the greatest part of the Uncharted franchise. So I'll put this out there. The story of Uncharted like of the treasure they're after isn't that fantastic but the story of nate and sam like really shines Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like the story of the treasure brings nate and sam like even closer yeah oh we also have to mention that this treasure okay sam had said that this treasure half of it was going to this oh yeah to this guy that this drug dealer yeah drug dealer he had money to alcaraz or yeah alcaraz alcaraz who broke him out of prison and demanded half of whatever he found. And so that's kind of why Nate is thrust treasure. into yeah. everything. He's trying to save Sam. Trying to save Sam. And uh, Alcaraz... Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. He He's actually dead. And this was Sam's ploy to get Nate to join him on this treasure hunt. Yeah. To find this treasure and... Also, also while double-crossing Rafe. Because he was like working for Rafe. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was also working for Rafe at the same time. Which bring this up, Rafe was like the weakest bad guy in the world. Rafe was not a great bad guy. No, now. he was far from like a menacing bad guy. Because mm-hmm. he never really kind of like pushed Nate. You know what I mean? It was almost like a race. You never really saw Rafe all that much. Right. I mean, Nadine was more of a bad. Yeah, bad Nadine guy. was more of a menacing <laughs> bad guy than. Than Rafe was. At least with Nadine, you know that she could beat the shit out of you and yeah. actually cause some damage. And so after all of this, you know, after New Devon, which was beautiful, mm-hmm. New Devon was pretty much this giant pirate oasis full of mansions. Like the mansions are like flooded, uh, buildings falling apart. Avery's mansion looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Um,. After all of this, you find out that Avery's treasure is actually in the middle, of, like kind of like Goonies. It was like this giant ship in the middle of a of a cliff of, of a, a mountain. Mountain, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was much. It just reminded me of Goonies off the bat. It was very Goonies esque. Yeah. But also, it was totally epic. Like it, it was. <laughs> we're getting there. So I mean, the first time you see this mountain, it looks like. An animal's mouth or something. It looks yeah, like it a looks tiger's, really cool. It looks like a tiger's mouth or something. It's like, I kind of bet that something's going to take place at that mountain. Yeah. <laughs> the first time you see it when you're like washed up ashore on, from this, this level called like marooned or something like, like chapter 19 or something called marooned yeah. or something. And it's like, I bet something's going to take place at that mountain. And eventually that's where the game ends up. And well, why though? Because I mean, eventually you're like, okay, Sam, Sully, Nate, and Elena are gonna leave the island. You know, they're going towards the plane, mm-hmm. and Sam, who wants this treasure so badly, just takes off. And yeah. Nate, in an attempt to save his brother, goes after him. This is how you end mm-hmm. up in the in the mountain. Yeah, because Nate Nate doesn't want the treasure. No, anymore he just wants to go home. Point. 
Yeah, he uh, he's already been crossed by his brother, tricked into trying to find this treasure. He's exhausted. And he knows that Rafe isn't going to stop unless he kills them. And so he just gives up and just wants to go home. Yeah, that was kind of like, that was kind of cool about Rafe. He didn't just want the treasure. He wanted like Nate and Sam dead. Yeah, Rafe was, this was the part that made Rafe a... Kind of cool. Kind of a good bad guy was the part that he was jealous of uh, Nate and Nate and he was. I mean, he wasn't jealous of Sam because Sam has been in prison, but he was just jealous of uh, Nate because he knew that Nate had this legend around him, and he had referenced that multiple times. Yeah, Nate at this point was like world famous. Yeah, he he mentioned that Nate was uh, a world famous. Yeah, like everybody loved Nate, and and I I just like Rafe was kind of like this, you know, silver spoon dickhead. Yeah, that will never amount to anything without you know. Nate and Sam's <laughs> Rafe was already rich and rich. I don't know about famous, but he was rich. He was just rich and he wanted glory for himself. And so we get into this uh, ship that Avery has <laughs> lined rich. with explosives, yeah. again, explosives <laughs> again because he lost his damn mind. And um, we, uh, Nate makes it in, finds Sam trapped beneath this pillar. Mm hmm. And this was, you said you love this part. I love this part. Go ahead and go ahead and explain what happens. Okay. Nate uh, walks into this, uh, this sunken ship, this half-sunken ship in the mouth of this mountain. And uh, he finds his brother underneath this pillar. He's confronted by Rafe, and Nadine is also there as well. And Nadine... Explicitly say says that she wants no part of this treasure anymore, and she locks uh, Rafe and Nate and uh, an unconscious Sam in this room with nothing but the treasure. And Rafe and uh, Nate are left to duke it out. Yeah, this duke it uh, out for the uh, the last act of this. This, this was game. also my favorite line of the whole game. <laughs> Yeah. Because Rafe has this incredible way of acting better than Nate and Sam, even yeah. though he's just nowhere near as cool. And so Rafe grabs a sword, and then Nate grabs a sword and says, Unguard, dickhead. Yeah. And I was so jacked at this point because everything on this boat is on fire. Is on fire. Everything's going to shit. Sam is underneath a fallen wooden pillar, and it looks like. It's the end for someone. I mean, I, I thought this was the end for Nate. I thought he was going to die rescuing Sam. I thought, honestly, I thought someone had to die. Yeah. Some One of the main characters had to die, and I was expecting Sam to die, and I was emotionally invested in it. And when he said, on guard, motherfucker, I was like, oh, Sam's going to die. <laughs> Sam's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I mean, did you play this game on hard or normal? Just normal. I played it on hard, and this was actually kind of tricky. Yeah. Yeah. It it was tricky. Mm-hmm. You really had to kind of be on your toes for this sword fight. Thank God, Nate ends up, you know, winning. And yeah, Nate ends up winning, and then figures out a way to unpin Sam from. Yeah, it shoots a cannon at him. He shoots a cannon in the ground and floods the ship. And so, like, the water so can the water lift the pillar. the pillar. And 
they end up escaping and is this where R- Rafe met his demise yeah Rafe uh, gets a what is it a crate of treasure dropped on him yeah that's how Nate won he yeah. uh, he cut the rope and he cut a he cuts a rope and drops a bunch of treasure on Rafe and says a witty line <laughs> very <laughs> Nate-esque witty line uh, they end up leaving and I mean, when Elena left Nate at chapter 22, which I think was just called A Thief's End. Yeah. And says, you know, it's not fair. You better come back. I was like, this is where Nate dies. <laughs> I was like so nervous. I was like, please don't let Nate die. <laughs> I never thought Nate was going to die during this game. I thought Sam was going to be the one to die. And I was so emotionally, emotionally ready for Sam to die because it always felt like he was kind of like sacrificing himself to get to this treasure yeah you thought he was probably gonna die with the treasure Mm -hmm. and And i honestly i kind of i feel like the end of the end of this story for this game kind of takes a hit because it doesn't end with sam's death well also i feel like it would be this game is like at an eight right now for me mm -hmm. and if sam had died 10 it would have been a 10 yeah yeah because like also like what makes the relationship so powerful is when it they had like these younger year levels where nate's at an orphanage sam's out on his own yeah and sam breaks nate out of the orphanage and they go to their mom uh to their mom's boss's house uh yeah it's like their mom her mom was like an adventurer as well and And you find out that drake isn't even their last name it's yeah it's it's morgan yeah yeah and so yeah, uh, his mom had this theory that Sir Francis Drake had an heir, and that's how number one got started. Mm-hmm. And so this is where you kind of you really feel like the emotional kind of impact of Nate and Sam together, where they are just the best team ever. Mm-hmm. And this is where Sam, at the end of the game where he lives, Sam is finally straightened out, um, and it ends very happily. And here comes the epilogue where Nate and Elena had a daughter. Yeah. Uh, the epilogue, I... A teenage, you, you wake up as her as a teenager. You wake up as her as a teenager, teenager playing uh, Crash Bandicoot, a Naughty Dog. Is that, I think that was Naughty classic, Dog's first game. Yeah. And, yeah. Which, uh, apparently I suck at because I didn't beat any of those levels. Dude, there, was, there had to be a trick to it because where you were like, you like ran through the tunnel and there was that little ledge. I fell every time. I couldn't like jump. <laughs> I finished the level a couple of times, but I never beat the high score. Apparently, there's a way to do it, except you have to hit every box. Every, I would imagine to so. a beat to beat Elena's high score, you yeah. have to hit every box. So you play, you wake up, and you play Crash Bandicoot, and you're just walking through the house, and you see like flashes, or not flashes, you see moments of time in these people's lives you see uh in drake's and elena's lives like you see pictures and stuff uh but uh she ends up walking to this other beach house and you that's get the where whole... she finds drake's cupboard drake's cupboard full of all types of weird shit and all the adventures you covered over the years yeah, yeah. and and she runs into her dad and mom and uh she asks to explain it all <laughs> and that's when nate starts telling her the whole story and yeah. like also like you see letters of like sam and sully are coming to visit mm-hmm. and yeah 
Yeah, I mean, it just ends very happily. It ends way too happy for me. Way too happy. You see, you said if Sam would have died, if this would it would have been a ten. If Sam would have died, this would have been the greatest game I've ever played in my you life. See, <laughs> if Nate would have died, it would, it would have been an eleven for me. Because like, I don't think I could have handled it emotionally. I don't think I could have handled it emotionally if Nate would have died. I would have been like. Like it would have been like too much to take. I think if Nate would, I think it could have gone either way if Nate or Sam would have died. But I feel like they set it up for Sam to die at the end, and then he just. I feel like at some point the the producers were like, "We can't kill Sam." Oh, it would have. It would have. It would have said it would have been the best Uncharted. Yeah. Had Sam died, it like forgive everything after Scotland. You know, New Devon was beautiful. It like kind of like the. Mediocre points of the game could have been forgiven had Sam died. Mm-hmm. It just would have been like, it would have been one of those heavy moments. <laughs> and we're going to take a quick commercial break and finish up after that. Welcome back to Spoilers. Uh, this episode, me and producer Money Mike have been discussing Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4. And um, really just, uh, you thought this ended too happy just because Sam lived. Everybody lived. Everybody lived. Uh, nobody had any real consequences. And it, for Nate being a thief for, I don't know Yeah, and I years, felt like, like Elena he, really hinted at it like... You've had these three adventures where you almost died. You think you can survive another. I think yeah. something should have happened. Something terrible should have happened. <laughs> yeah, and... Like, so- someone should have died. I mean, even if Sully had died, it would have been enough of a... Alright. Tragedy. To oh, if Sully just... would have died. I mean, that's Nate's, that's Nate's right-hand man. Yeah, I mean, that would have been enough to justify, like... Everything else going right in the series. Yeah, and so what I want you to do for me is I want you to give me your your pros, your cons, and where you rank this out of the four. Okay. Uh, pros. Best fighting of best game of, gameplay. Best gameplay of any of the uh, Uncharted games. Uh, you can stealth attack people. You can swing from ropes now and attack people there's a lot more innovative gameplay in this uncharted than there has been in the previous games uh cons there is a lot of climbing in this game a lot. <laughs> i feel like this was the most climbing yeah, i felt like there was game. more climbing in this game than previous games and also a con but not i mean a con Someone should have died at the end. That, that's a big uh, I feel, con. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like if someone had, if Sam had died at the end, this would have been the greatest game I've ever played. And they could have totally made it into 
uh, a storyline that rivals most dramatic movies that I've ever seen because I was so invested in this storyline to begin with. Yeah, because you just started Uncharted not too long ago, right? Yeah, I started it just this last year playing like the remastered editions on PS4. And if if Sam had died during this storyline, this would have been probably... This would have rivaled Bioshock, and Bioshock is... That's one of your probably favorite games of all time. Bioshock, right? nothing is going to be greater than Bioshock in my life. <laughs> okay, you see, like I like how you said you're like emotionally invested in it. Yeah. That's how I felt like playing Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. When your horse dies in Shadow of the Colossus, <laughs> you don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hold back the tears. The tears aren't coming, buddy. I just don't know what to do at this point. <laughs> but I'm with you though. Um, Uncharted Four definitely best gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, even brawling brawling was fun in this game which is what I do in every Uncharted mm-hmm. I even got the trophy for you know 100 kills with brawling yeah uh, my whole thing is just this game felt long I felt like this game could have been two hours shorter it felt longer than the previous it games it felt long yeah like, there was a point like during the I felt like I was playing the Revenant There was a a point during, like, the jungle missions in Africa where you're just, like, not running into anybody at all, like, any enemies at all, and you're just kind of, like, exploring, where it's like, okay, this could have been so much shorter. Yeah, and so, if I had to rank this out of the Uncharted's, my second favorite, I don't think anything will top Uncharted 2. I think that was the crowning jewel in this series. Uncharted 2 was really fun. Uncharted 2, I just think... Shambhala, Shangri-La. I know people hated the monsters again, but I thought it was warranted in that game. I think Uncharted 2 is probably the best one. Also, we should mention that there was no uh, mythical type of... Yeah, so this is like the first time... This was just a... Nothing mythical really happens. This was uh, a story based in reality. I guess people have said online, apparently, that the... The mythical part of the story is that the treasure is cursed and that it'll make you so jealous with rage or whatever that oh, you're that's just gonna the mythical end up, part. Yeah, that it's just, just human gonna, nature. Yeah, <laughs> that you're just gonna end up destroying yourself. But uh, I don't know. I, in the previous games, there's always El Dorado myth- was a statue, cursed statue, a cursed statue, and then, the Guardians uh, of Shambhala. There's a crazy sap or something that turns. Yeah, the crazy blue sap of the Tree of Life. And what was the last one? It was in the desert. Uh, you, you ate a hallucinogen that made you see monsters or something. And that's what they used to poison the city. Mm-hmm. And that's how everything kind of went to hell. It was kind of Dark Knight-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Or Dark the Batman Begins. And in this, and in this, this, uh, this story, the entire time, honestly, I was waiting for like, okay, what is pirate uh, ghost? Yeah. Whereas. I'm going to run into some pirates. I thought we were going to like, see Captain tra- Avery. Yeah, when I was traipsing through the uh, the underground tunnels or whatever, I was like, okay, these exploding mummies, they're just setting up for zombie mummies yeah. at some point. And so they didn't go there. Yeah, I was really surprised. Honestly, uh, that didn't really matter to me, but I don't know. It could have used that, I guess, because since no one ever died in the end besides Ray. could have used something. It could have used something. I mean... And I really wish Nate would have killed him with a sword instead of the treasure. Of, yeah. That kind of... Yeah. So, I mean, I out guess, of the Uncharted's, where, where, where do you rank this out of the Uncharted's? For gameplay, this is number one. Number one, but overall... Overall... 
I would still say number one. Number yeah. one for you? Yeah, I would still say number one. Okay. This is the first Uncharted game where it's like, oh man, I gotta go back and I gotta find all those treasures and I gotta try and find, I gotta try and get some of these trophies. Wasn't like, Scotland just beautiful? Scotland is a great, oh my god, great period of the game to try and play. Even if you again. quit the game after Scotland, just playing Scotland is <laughs> worth it. Yeah, the like, visuals are pretty, pretty amazing. That it, it, it looks like a movie. It's it, the whole series has felt like a movie, which is I can understand why mm-hmm. Sony wanted to develop it into a movie. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg was on to sign the the director of Silver Linings Playbook was up to do it. Everything fell through, and now it's just in limbo. Mm-hmm. And now we have an Assassin's Creed movie that just that doesn't <laughs> even make sense anymore. Out of all of the Uncharted movies, which part of the series has felt like the like the uh, the most action packed? Like, what part of the series do you feel like is I don't know I don't know how to explain it. Like uh, the most that you'd want to see on screen? Easily the bridge at Shambhala, when the bridge is collapsing and the guardians of Shambhala are chasing him. Elena sliding down, Nate sliding down. Uh, pretty sure Elena gets shot. I mean, there's just there's so much going on in Uncharted Two mm-hmm. at, at that point. Uh, I felt like that's on screen the one I want to see. Is Uncharted Two the scene with the plane, the cargo plane? Because that's Uncharted Three. Uncharted Three. Oh my God, that wouldn't is probably, that be something to see? That is my most. Favorite I feel like part. if they made a movie, they could steal so much from the games, and fans wouldn't even care. That is basically like an Indiana Jones movie on steroids. Well, this <laughs> I, the way I always look at this is Sony's answer to Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean, I you know, growing up a huge PlayStation fan, Crash Bandicoot was always the mascot. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Two is probably Kratos. Kratos is probably the mascot of PlayStation. PS3 and on has always been Nathan Drake. I feel like Nathan Drake has owned, you know, just being, like, carrying the banner for Sony. Mm-hmm. You know, people buy, have bought the system just to play this game. And so I'm really, as I said, even though I like two more, nothing against four, it's a crowning achievement. It looked beautiful. I just kind of, like you said, I wish someone had died of consequence. Yeah. This, it, that would have just elevated the game to... If like yeah, like you said it would have put it over the top. Yeah, yeah. So because the, in the end it felt like there was no uh, no consequences. For no consequences. Yeah, no consequences for anything. So luckily, us being Naughty Dog fans, huge Naughty Dog fans, mm-hmm. we can look forward to Last of Us too, because I nearly cried at the end of Last of Us one. <laughs> I have still not beat Last of Us. I should. Oh, Bubba, go home. <laughs> <laughs> go home and play. I mean, there's... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's... To me, it's kind of... It's a much more difficult game than Uncharted. Oh, it's really make one false move and you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, so... Especially if Arya and Josh Brolin are going to be the leads in the movie. Sounds great. So... We're at the end of this episode of it was an action-packed episode of Uncharted, Uncharted Four. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add? Uh, no, I think we said everything that we. Need I to think say. so too. Uh, go ahead and sign off here. Uh, I am Stevie, recording from Mishawaka. I'm Mikey, recording from Stevie's house in Mishawaka. And uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, we are on that uh, unforgiving machine known as Twitter. Um, you can contact us at SpoilersPDCST. Is that our Twitter name? Yeah. Um...
at spoilers pdcst or as our main producer says kissed uh you can also contact us at um at, at spo- was it, God, this is uh, a podcast spo- spoilers podcast at gmail.com gmail. okay so our our email is podcast spoilers at gmail.com and uh as always our uh, our intro and outro was uh Beautifully crafted by Joshua Hensley, who is a part of the band, uh, the Rutabaga. So definitely check them out.